What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. I don't know what the funniest thing that happened to me this week is, though, but I've definitely been getting a lot more sleep. Like, I've been going to bed at around, like, 10, 1030, and then waking up at, like, Five. 9 or 10. Oh, shit. Almost like a, full, gains, like a full 12 hours. Yeah. It's like I'm making up for all the sleep I've lost over the past four years <laughs> in one shot. <laughs> you can't actually make up for sleep. Damn, boy. Fun little facts for I you. Know, I know you can't. I know. Because time is an arrow. There's no going back. And time is no not an arrow. Tec- eh, kind of. Time is an illusion. It's a creation of the human mind. Time, and time, time is the only consistent thing that we have to measure. But it's not real. That we can actually prove somewhat exists. But it's not real. Because we've created it. No. Well, here's 5 the- p.m. No, time is Outside a of song. human beings, what is 5 p.m.? Well, it's just a rotation around the sun. Well, yeah, but that's, that's not what, time. Well, that's a form of time. No, it's because not. Because at some point, like, things die, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they grow. <sighs> Sorry. Like, obviously, they start small, they grow, and then they die, right? Mm-hmm. There was a period of something that lapsed in between there. Yeah. And that's measurable, mm-hmm. at least according to us, on how we determined to break down seconds, minutes, hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. That dimension is time. Just like how the there's the x-axis dimension, the y-axis dimension, the z, right? Yeah, but I'm saying that time doesn't exist because we've just created Oh, okay, then what's this podcast about, huh? 2 a.m.? <laughs> Welcome uh, back to the 2 a.m. podcast, uh, everybody. Okay, this guy thinks Thank he's genius. Thank you so much for We were just us. discussing the <laughs> underlying mechanics of time and how yes. it's an illusion and how yes. I'm fucking correct. <laughs> He isn't were, just correct. He's fucking correct. Would you would you be willing to say that Neil deGrasse Tyson is wrong? Yes, because he's okay. not. He doesn't get into deep be- what? metaphysical states of meditation. Oh, oh my God. please, <laughs> <laughs> please miss me with that. That is the lamest excuse. He's an astrophysicist of the highest caliber. Well, uh, do you guys think there's a difference between age and time, or is time of age? Age is associated with time. Yes, age is a what, okay. what would you I think call it? both are just fictions. Well, I just want to say this now. It's always 420 somewhere. I'm always going to say this as well. Zaid, coincidentally, is a flat earther. And really? Believes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you went on nah. a plane, huh? Yeah, when was the last time you took a trip to see the ice wall? <laughs> I've been to the ice wall. I've been to the ice wall. Really? Oh, dude, that makes so much sense. There's a song called Edge of the World. I will tell you one thing, based off of my experience going there, traveling back and forth, Mm -hmm. there's at least three Whole Foods there. There's a a (laughs) Regal. At the wall? At the wall, at the ice wall. So along, is it along the entire diameter of it, or is it just? It's kind of like on the wall, (laughs) if that makes sense. So across the entire diameter of, I mean, you can't even call it a globe. You have to call it a circle at that point because they assume Earth is two-dimensional, mm-hmm. right? Not a sphere. 
you're telling me there's three Whole Foods around the entire wall, or is yeah. it just in one place? There's <laughs> it, three kind bushel Whole Foods. It's kind of weird because there's you know how gas stations are adjacent to each other. Yeah. yeah. The Whole Foods were like that. It's like one Whole Foods here and on the other corner, another Whole Foods. Then you had to go to the other side of the globe to go to the other Whole Foods. I've seen two uh, Burger Kings like that. Two Burger Bings? No, they're Burger Bings, bro. (laughs) Right across the street from from each other. I was like, Like, why? Yeah. What happened here? You know? What was there trip, a wall? What trips me out are the places where you like you're driving down the street and there's a um <laughs> there's a habit, a McDonald's, a Burger King, and then like maybe four hundred feet down the street there's an in and out. There's and then, four burger places. And then next and to that four, is five guys. It's Who mal- thought that it, was a good idea. I don't know. It's mouthgasm galore for the fat fucks. University campuses thought that was a good idea. <laughs> That's what happened. The most, I think the best thing we got on our campus is a Starbucks. And that okay, okay. Flooded. Yeah. Picture yourself as an obese person, all right? Okay. All you eat is fast food. Mm-hmm. That's why you're obese, of course. I think there's more contributing factors than that. Well, of course, chronic stress, sleep deprivation, yes. all that stuff. But you run into a big problem here. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go to one of those places that, that has at least like 10 fast food places, right? Mm-hmm. You run into the paradox of choice. <sighs> Where you have too many options to the point where it paralyzes you and you don't know what it's like a real life DoorDash. Is it the paradox (laughs) or the illusion of choice? Kiss my ass, it's the paradox (laughs) of choice. Just like how there's the illusion of time. (laughs) Yeah. Like is it like how the earth is flat. No, like you have we've all been to the to the grocery store. Let's say we're picking out Mm -hmm. cereal, you know, just just as an easy example. Mm -hmm. There are thousands of different brands of cereal. Yeah. Available. So which one do you choose? None. I go get eggs. I know you're a healthy guy. I'm saying hypothetically. Hypothetically? Okay, this is what I would do. What have I bought for the past year? Then you can narrow it down to like two options. You'd buy Chex Mix. I wouldn't buy Chex Mix. It's not even a fucking cereal, dude. That's the. <laughs> they have Chex Mix cereal, bro. No, dude. Are you fucking? No, what is it like? To. I'm not trying to have soggy pretzel. bagel bites. Oh <laughs> god, in my bowl. Soggy ass pretzels and shit. Dude. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> no, no. But they do have the Chex cereal. Yes. Okay, I think that's what I'm thinking. Of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> Chex Mix. <laughs> that sounded so gross. I'm just picturing putting the fucking my sweet honey almond vanilla milk. All over that uh, checks, that salty ass checks. Dude, he's got some little floating baguettes in the bowl. Oh, that's fucking gross. They, they have some pretty. F- they expand. Do they have the cheese flavor one for the cereal? Oh, fucking gross. They have anyway. some pretty fried uh, cereals in in the Middle East. Like what? They like try to copy cocoa puffs and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, you know like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's called like cocoa buff. Cocoa buff. <laughs> cocoa buff. <laughs> <laughs> Some dumb yeah, shit. It's funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of cereal, I heard you talking about your favorite cereal killer. Oh <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Jeez. But that comparison, though. <laughs> what a segue. Just grabbed your phone. That's interesting. Uh, you grabbed my phone, you piece of shit. Okay. Give me un, uno second. Uno momento. Yeah, Zay's well, anyway, been, Zay's like, been talking quite a lot yeah. about this. What did I say his name was? Shit, I forgot. Jeffrey Dunn. No, no. You said his name was Bill Swanson. <laughs> yeah, no, not no, Bill Swanson. We no. were talking about Parks and Rec earlier. <laughs> oh, the Kansas City Butcher. That's there his name. Go. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so let me find this guy's name. Robert Berdella. Mm. Okay. Now, he grew up in a very uh, trying family environment. Mm-hmm. Um, back in, it, it was back in the 60s, I believe, but he was actually gay. 
What the? And of course, you know, most gay people are in the closet back in the 60s. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he, he went about this gradual progression to like being into occult stuff, selling human skulls, running a business off of like, you know, weird jewelry like that. Then he got into torturing animals. And then eventually he started targeting, targeting young men. Um, you know, of course he would, he would do the typical serial killer stuff and inject them with horse tranquilizer and all that kind of shit. But, um, his, his torture methods were, were pretty gnarly. He was injecting him with ketamine? No, no, not ketamine. Horse tranquilizer? I don't think it it was even horse tranquilizer. It was tranquilizer of some type. Very strong stuff. Yeah, it could have been horse tranquilizer. Something that was going to knock you out. Yeah, but he, he was well known for, for his, uh, I guess meticulous torture techniques. Um, including electrocuting the testicles. You can't open it quietly. Just <laughs> yeah. open it. <laughs> Drano to the eyeballs. Imagine that. I don't want to. From a syringe, too. So he injected it in the ball? No, no. I, I think he just, like, forced their eyes open. And then, and then just dropped it on there? Yeah. Sheesh. Lord. Yeah, but it's interesting because, like, how does somebody get to that place? Um... You can have, you can honestly have a mental disorder from birth, but I don't know. No, Trauma. That, you know what? I, there, that's a really big question. It's because a, he like, was he, very. He I, was, I don't think there's a right answer either. Yeah, there's. I, I would agree with you. Yeah, on there's that no one. direct answer. He was inspired by a movie in the '60s that um, basically was the same thing he became, hmm. except he took what it to a different level. Was it Texas I Chainsaw what it was Massacre? Called. That didn't come no. out in the '60s. There is an old like, one that came out in like the late seventies or the eighties. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah. It's not a well-known oh, movie. It's weird. But. So, if you're asking like what causes somebody to end up like that, um, a whole bunch of stuff. I yeah. mean, that kind of if you want to get philosophical with it, there's like the whole debate of um, nature and nurture, and then there's also the uh, the topic of like are people inherently evil? Like, Which I don't believe. Womb. You don't believe that? No. There's, I've seen some instances where I'm like, I might have to believe that one. Like what? For in, there was a um, a video I watched on YouTube. It was of a child psychopath, mm-hmm. like very blatantly a psychopath as a five year old girl, and she would talk about she would like draw pictures of her murdering her family, and then she would like kill animals in the backyard and shit. And like when they when they asked her why she would want to do something like this, she was just like, I don't like she didn't. She, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it, some of them were like non-answers. They're just like, I don't know, it's just something I wanted to do. And then other ones, you're like, whoa, like there's something crazy going on. There's something deep rooted, and it's not hmm. even like anything messed up. Her family life's nice. The parents are freaking out, yeah, because you know the sister's attacking the brother or whatever, or attacking the other siblings. So I think some people can innately or can be innately evil, but they can't control it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that person was wired to be like a psychopath, like an extreme one, to be fair. Yeah, I guess it's just like there are those edge cases that have, you know, fucked up brain wiring. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's also the people, you know, when they live in like a really they have a really rough upbringing and stuff like that. And they feel like the world owes them something or I don't know. I'm just OK. I have a, I have a good question. Ideas. If you were a serial killer, OK, what would mm-hmm. be your nickname? Oh Jesus! My nickname. Um. Tap into your evil side. We all have it. Oh, the evil side, God bro. Damn, dude. <laughs> I mean, I have to think about this. I don't know. I'm admitting um, a fact, by the way. 
everybody has that piece of shit within themselves. Oh, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> <clears throat> the eggshell slitter. <laughs> the eggshell slitter. No, explain to us what you do. I don't fucking know. You, you know what? No, I'm not going there right now. <laughs> okay, fine. That's fucking. That's weird. The hell, yeah. That just. It's just weird to talk about. But it's just like, like if you, if you could murder people, what would you like to be called as, mm. and how would you go about it? Like that's. Yeah, yeah. How would you go about it? Now, how would you execute? What? The? I don't, I don't what? know about that one. Pussies. Freeze! Put your goddamn hands in. Oh shit! Pussies. This guy's a fucking cop. <laughs> <Pussies>. <laughs> Nah, fool, but like, you know. Fuck serial killers, that's the motto of that. Yeah, but I, I always have, like, the reason why they're so popular is because... I take the easy stance there. Fuck serial yeah. killers. It's, it's always been fascinating how they've been able to, like, actually execute their tasks and everything they needed to do and their missions accomplished mm -hmm. without getting caught. And then leaving, like, a trace of like mind fuckery for detectives and shit like that. Like, so how they they have to be smart people. Like, oh, they're very smart. You know, most of them are very smart. It's beyond sneaky at that point. You're like, you're, like, you're, like, you're you have to be ahead like ten levels. Like autistically intelligent. Yes. Like, what was that one show? Remember that? Um, mind Hunters. I love that show. Mm. That's where it's about the uh, CIA studying, studying uh psychopaths and serial killers. In order to gain like some form of advantage on them during hostage negotiation, or yeah, just that, on how to catch them in general. That's a really fascinating show. Yeah, it's wild. Mind Hunters. It's on Netflix. I think they have season two is out right now. They might be doing a season three, or there was a season three and they're going for four, something yeah. like that. It's been a Isn't while. That, since it's I've very similar to Criminal Minds, right? Kind of. Well, Criminal Minds is an episode by episode basis, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? it is. But Mind Hunters is like it's like one story for one season. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, one of the killers that they have on there is uh, is it John Bernay Ramsey? Maybe I don't remember what the guy's what the guy's name was on the show, but he's just this very intelligent, like understands he's frightening and uses it to his advantage to get like things or information out of people mm. or how to um, manipulate people into saying or realizing things that he wants them to realize. Like it's it's very fascinating. Mm -hmm. How he just works people. And then the um, character, or the actor that was portraying the character, talked about, like, the places he would have to go in order to, like, just get into that mindset. He said it freaked him out. Like, yeah, it's sick. Out. Yeah. It's gross. Wow. That's a crazy one. Yeah. Um, but the motives are tef definitely interesting. Like, you, you really don't know what could start that. That thought process behind someone's like actions, yeah, like that. It's crazy. <clears throat> it's interesting stuff. Holy, do your research. Study serial killers. Yeah, I mean Jeffrey Dahmer is a really popular, uh, like a popular case. <laughs> huh? Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're like he's really popular amongst the youth, like yeah, just the way he said. It. Yes, <laughs> but he's a really popular guy. I used to kick it with him back in high school, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, no, that's that's probably the most one of the more mainstream ones, especially with like modern time stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, there is definitely something interesting about him. It's because he felt like America's sweetheart during trial, right? Which was completely weird. And if if you guys haven't seen uh, the movie with um, what's his face, the Jeffrey Dahmer, no, I haven't seen that. Was he the one who stalked young Zac women? Efron. 
Zac Efron was no Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I, I and the whole movie was from no, a he, perspective. Was he Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't think he was Jeffrey Dahmer. I think he was a different serial killer. He was um, what's his name? Shoot, I forget. And I oh, here's my phone. I don't remember what he, he wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer. He was playing a different serial killer, and I that guy actually had like a lot of charisma and was generally a likable person. I had someone call me call me like he said he was joking around when uh. You know, a few years back, he was like, he called me by that name. And I was like, isn't that a fucking serial killer? Like, serial rapist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh, pretty bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Right there. Can we get off of this? What? Serial killers? Of course, trying, if you're so trying uncomfortable. To find, I'm trying to find a way to segue oh, into something. It was Ted Bundy, by the way. Ted Bundy. Ted there Bundy. You go. Yeah, there Ted we Bundy. go. Yeah. We, had yeah. A, we talked about him in my, uh, my uh, what is it? Not criminal psychology, but it was uh, basically like crime scene investigation <laughs> class where you kind of have to learn you have to oh forensic science excuse me that's what it was ah. where you understand um like fingerprints and like blood splatters and a bunch of other you took a class like that yeah that's sick for science credit it was really sick the teacher was super super nice like, look how she un- loved her job huh? look how uncomfortable you look arms crossed discussing serial killers yeah. forensic <laughs> science classes what is this dude no, I, I love getting this guy yeah. uncomfortable. No, I don't mind talking about serial killers. I just don't know if I'm like trying to talk about him on the podcast right now. No, 100%. Maybe, maybe a later. I don't want to ramble on about it. I Once, just wanted to bring up a few interesting facts. If we're going to talk about him, I'd rather be more prepared. Yeah. That's yeah. why. You know what I'm it, saying? Because it, di- it does dive deep for sure. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot of other stuff going on there that we could like really get into. Yeah. Well, I but like I need that. to I need to brush up on it. I like that you're in a state of uncomfort right now. You're very uncomfortable, as we can see. I'm not uncomfortable. Zade's just saying yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I know, Your but, arms but, are crossed, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Oh, that means everything. But anyway. Body language. Me, I'm just, retaining body heat right now. I'm, I'm that frigid. leads me to say my topic for the day, which was uh, why some people can't handle cringe. Hmm. This is one of my... <gasps> Ouch! I'm, I'm actually excited for this one. Yeah. I wanted to talk about this because you've been hearing it a lot. Not as recently, but probably a year, yeah, a year, like, year and oh a half ago. Oh my god, that's so cringe. Exactly, yeah. and it drove me nuts. Yeah, it's like one of those popular words of the year, mm-hmm. like the most popular like words. A, like mm-hmm. a, when YOLO was big. Yeah, yeah. You Yolo. only live once. Yes. Yeah. Well, 2020 for sure has been FOMO. FOMO. Fear of missing out, yeah. yeah. FOMO, for sure. <laughs> I like the word. Do you remember I, when we almost got into World War Three in January? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Of course, dude. 2020 is the year of the Nigerian guys carrying up the casket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's actually hilarious. But yeah, what, are, what about cringe? What about cringe? Yeah, let's hear your deep dive into cringe. Um, Cring. What's your TED Talk? My TED Talk. So, basically, I just want to know why. Because I know, personally, some people where um, if they see a moment of cringe which is basically just a moment of someone being embarrassed or humiliated, but they feel it too, and they can't handle watching it, so they will immediately turn it off or just avoid the shit out of it. Ooh, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. Like, you know, some people will laugh it off and be like, LMAO, I feel uncomfortable, but this is hilarious, right? Which means that whatever you're watching has done the job of making the audience feel a certain way. Like for The Office, for example. Yeah. I'll speak in ter- I'll speak in uh, in personal terms. Yeah, I find some scenes funny, mm-hmm. but a lot of them it just seems like like that cringe type of humor is almost pointless to me. Hmm. 
Like I can't. I don't know. I don't know how to how to explain it. Yeah, it is a hard thing to explain. You know what it is for me. Yeah. I think I think this is what it is for me, at least in terms of watching The Office. Because I agree, there's some really funny moments on there. Like one of my favorite moments in. Would you even consider that show a sitcom, or is that more of a? Uh, no, no, that's a it's a mockumentary. Okay, it's <laughs> one of my favorite moments in, I guess, mockumentary television. Yeah. It's got to be the when Toby comes back and Michael Scott's just screaming no. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably that's hilarious yeah but i feel like when i watch that show 90 percent of the time all the jokes that they're trying to hit just fall short or like they're kind of missing the con like they're not approaching the concept in a way that i think they were intending to do or go for and that's what's like uncomfortable to me and i just get over it after a while oh wow like i can handle the cringe but it reaches a point where i'm like if i'm not enjoying it why am i watching it blasphemy for all the office lovers out there yeah, i'm crazy. sorry that's crazy well i'm I a don't, huge office fan so i don't know i've seen I, every season to hear about hear I've, that. I've literally watched every season yeah i feel like i can speak personally yeah yeah to the show no that's fine i didn't enjoy it i enjoyed it but not that much yeah well i'd mm -hmm. rather have you say that than just agree with everyone just because it's a popping show yeah right yeah because you're you're not a fake one you're a real one <laughs> <laughs> but anyway this is what happened to my soul today <laughs> all the real ogs will know oh, what that God. is yes if you know you know <laughs> But uh, so what about the cringe? Yeah, the cringe. Um, so I found it interesting to see that basically um, the reason why people can't handle it is because you're capable of feeling empath empathetic and your empathy is like on a different scale than I guess other people. Right. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's just like people find different people find different things funny. Yeah, but I'm not talking about funny. I'm talking about cringe. Okay. Like, what is it something about that, something so, that's universal? What is it about watching someone getting embarrassed makes you feel that embarrassment on a, another level? Because ooh, this gets into like I, mirror neurons and yeah. like. I think it's because you're you're. And the simplest answer would be you're just sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah. You can place you're, yourself yeah, in you, their shoes. Exactly. Or you have been there, and mm -hmm. you're like, okay, the last thing I wanted was somebody to look at me, so I'm just gonna look away. Mm. You know. I, I think that's the simplest answer would be my guess, but yeah. unless you have something, another I mean, no. rabbit to pull out of the hat. Um, this man's got plenty of rabbits. It's just, it's just weird because, because I come from a place where like I can handle the shit out of it, and I, and in fact, actually enjoy it, and I think it's funny that people go through these things, and when I'm reminded of things that feel similar to what I've been through. It just kind of like it's a it's like a sigh of relief. Like you're like ah, <laughs> do you okay? Like it happens, you know. It's fine. Do you like it because you, I guess, unconsciously enjoy chaos? I do, I do enjoy chaos. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have Joker over yeah. here. I used to quote. I was actually uh, is it Michael Keaton? No, 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 no. What's his name? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Michael Caine. Freaking, uh, what's his name in the movie? Oh, uh, Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Yeah. So hey, Alfred. To watch the world burn, Mr. Wayne. Watch the world burn. Mr. Wayne. Yeah. Have you guys been watching any new movies? Anything good um, that we can recommend? Ooh. ooh. Not what really. Recommend, huh? What movie, what movie, what movie? Or a TV show, either way. What is it? Oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. 
That's a good one. I've never yeah, seen that. Really, really good movie. That one's like um, it's actually made for children. Yeah. Funny enough, but the animation in it and the storytelling and like the subtle hints of adult humor in uh -huh. it are so well done. Mm. It's a uh, like a well built movie all around. It's visually it's so, stunning. Too. I I walked in on it. Uh, two of my friends were like, "Oh, we're watching a movie." I'm like, "What movie?" They're like, "Fantastic Mr. Fox." I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was Mr. Fox from The Dark Knight. <laughs> but anyway, of course. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, this thing's a cartoon, dude." You know? And then yeah. Um, and then I, like I I started watching it. And I was like, halfway through, I was like, "Bro, this is a good movie." Like, I feel like a kid, kind of, but at the same time, it's a really. I feel like uh, the adults would enjoy it too. Like, it's a it's easy to adapt. To. I love just as a just as a broad statement. I love Wes Anderson movies. Oh hell like yeah! a whole Moonrise Bro, Kingdom. His Fantastic. symbolicness, like his everything. Yeah, it's just so down. His I love storytelling. His, color. his cinematography and composition is just on point. He knows what he's doing, man. He better know what he's doing. I made. I forced Zay to watch. Um, uh, Grand, the Grand Budapest. <gasps> Great Hotel. movie. The Grand Great Bu movie. Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh hell yeah. Super fun. There's that one scene that I'm not going to mention, but it was, oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Mm. <laughs> the Oh, if you want a new TV show to watch and you're into sci-fi stuff, Altered Carbon, season yeah. one. You mentioned it last episode, Super too. rad. I know. Yeah, I just you made me watch it. For yeah, season episode. one is definitely, season two, you can kind of just skip it. It's down, dude. Then I need to watch season three of Westworld. I need to get back in. <laughs> yeah. That's a good yeah. one. That's a real good one. That and I need a freaking... <laughs> Hit the gym, son. Hit we the all gym. need the yeah, gym. We all need to hit the gym, dude. <laughs> My arm, like everything about me, is just shrunk. Yeah, I've this man's got to, noodle arms. I've gone down to um one sixty now. Shoot, damn, yeah, almost. I'm like, almost at your weight. Yeah. Did you lose thirteen pounds or something? Thirteen to fifteen. <laughs> it's only been like a month. Yeah. And if I eat a meal, like, and I weigh myself after, I'll be probably like one sixty two. Yeah, but the beautiful thing about it is when he gets back into the gym, it comes back very quick. Yeah, that'll be the nice part. Same with you, I assume. Muscle memory, baby. Then I'm gonna overindulge myself with food. It's gonna yeah. be a problem. Yeah. I'm gonna be that guy with an ice chest everywhere. Oh, well, you're gonna <laughs> nestle the back yourself. of my car. <laughs> you're gonna with, nestle yourself. Just have like five meals ready. Stab. You're gonna have some protein farts. Big time. <laughs> They're coming. You better gear up for them. I don't want to. In the stew. Oh my god. Just a musty stew. <laughs> oh. Oh. What is it? What is it about fart jokes that boys find funny? Like I at any age. Don't know. I think Straight most up. human beings find farts funny. No. I would no. I don't know about that. They have it's a just, stick up their it's ass mainly then. guys. Well, at yeah. any age. Immaturity, yeah. for sure. I feel like we will always just have that little immature part of us. Just is sitting right there with our sense of humor. I think yeah. it's because of surprise you can deliver. It, if you have talent, you can deliver it at any time. Well, and it's a pretty powerful comedic tool if you know how to yeah. utilize it. I don't think I there's imagine. a good time to fart. <laughs> there can be moments where, where you're not going to get in trouble for it. Like if you're Shoot, outside, dude. no one cares. You're like, so Whatever. if I farted right now, you wouldn't mind, huh? I'd probably laugh and then just kick you. But no. <laughs> You're within range. I'm like, I could just sneak in there. Like, was I, that a gust of wind? Yeah. Did you guys feel, hear that? I I fucking heard it, dude. Zade, I saw Zade's hair blow in the breeze. <laughs> oh, that's a category force. seven hurricane yeah. right there. Yo, good thing we have our uh, N95 masks on, dude. 
<laughs> well, he does. I don't. No, we don't. Blocking out your COVID. Saeed <laughs> <laughs> does not have COVID-19. Yeah. I just had to he clarify has, that. He has COVID flatulence. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm looking at... I just want to know. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day, right? And I was I was going through my timeline as a child and then all the way to my my teenage years and I realized that pretty much every 7 years I've had a new piece of uh, or a new like TV. Right. Yeah. And then going back to what used to be considered a big TV mm-hmm. back in the 90s and look at now. And now they're just become like look at the shape of them back in the day. Right. They were just these bulky ass like and then I remember like a big huge screen was like twenty seven inches. Bro, Didn't they used to be like ten thousand dollars? Perspective, dude. My computer monitor is thirty four inches. <laughs> and that's tiny compared to and my it TV. It probably costs less yeah. than that TV in the nineties. Oh 90s hell yeah. <laughs> TV in the nineties, I remember my dad TV spending in the nineties. <laughs> my dad spent like around seven hundred, seven hundred and fifty bucks for that TV. And it was a shitty, not even was a it good a box. Brand. It was a box. It was a box TV, and apparently it had really sick blacks, and the shadows were on point, and all this stuff, right? Um, and then I tried to find the transition of when they started becoming like plasma screens without that big bulkiness behind it. Oh, that's right. We had plasma before yeah. we had LED. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that one. We had a plasma LCD, remember? Yes. And then LCD was a new thing. You were like, ooh, ooh. And now it's like LED. OLED, UHD LED, UHLE, and then 4K, <laughs> just, and, and then 8K. A, ball, a bunch of fucking and letters. Now we have like quantum LEDs. Yeah, quantum universal HDR. Foldable OLED. TVs. Foldable. Oh, yeah, that's, and the curved ones. Yeah. How do you just sat in front yeah. of a curved and it's TV? Not even called a, it's not even called a TV anymore. It's called a display. Oh. <laughs> Are they actually not like it's No, no, they're, they're still televisions, but... They are literally becoming straight up displays. Like it's, it's like the screen that's in between, like the whole, uh, I guess, the whole functioning monitor. Hmm. So it's literally down to just the actual screen now. They're that thin. Dude, just the colors on the new TVs are stunning. Oh yeah, the qual, the qual, the, qual. the quality. The, the freaking quantum dot ones like tripped me out. They just had a like a video of a camera, mm-hmm. like a super high def camera set up in like a window somewhere in somewhere in Italy. It was just like a really old town, but it's like you could see the ocean, and the street winding down, and it literally looked like there's just a window that you could it's walk crazy. through. It's insane. It's crazy. It's so unnecessary. And almost nothing is at that quality. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really appreciate that level of quality for things. Like movies are probably going to look worse on that TV. Yeah, emotion's going to be not natural. Um, everything's just going to be off. Yeah. But now think about phones. Remember when the, they had that big ass brick phone? Yeah. Pull up yeah, the, pull the, up the wire antenna. and shit. I've never used one. Yeah. I'm too. I'm too young. Yeah. But um, they used to cost. Dude, just talking on them used to cost an yeah, arm. Yeah, because they leg. were satellite first of all back then. Yeah. Um. Just this fucking giant yeah. brick on your head. Hello. I remember Did a you, fucking fo- a car phones. Yeah, those were. Jeez. <laughs> that's a throwback. Yeah. Remember, it was a flex to have one yeah. of those on your phone. Hell yeah. You need to make a call. Now fast forward. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got <laughs> you, brother. Now fast forward. Yeah. 20 years from now. What do TVs look like and phones look like? 
Bro, straight up, probably a projection of some sort. Or it would be a built-in wall as a part of your house. It'd be insane. I think Which the LG started doing. The, the ground, the ceiling, everything. Yeah. I genuinely think if we can figure out how to use um, or how to make a alter reality contact lenses, mm. we can just have a piece of glass and it would be representative of a phone. That's insane. Because the phone would be projected like onto the piece of glass. Yeah. You technically wouldn't even need technology there. It would just yeah. already be displayed there for you. Dude, mm-hmm. you know that, uh, what's that chick? The blue chick from X-Men? The one that can transform into anything? Uh, Mystique? Yeah, Mystique. There you go. Imagine having like a piece of like, I don't know, like a piece of plastic that can just that just looks like see-through, right? But then it can camouflage into anything, and it can literally replicate anything. So, for example, that that little thing could be like an eighty-four inch piece of nothing, potentially. But then, when you trigger it, it can turn into a TV, or it can turn into your back wall, or it can turn. You know. So what basically, I mean? it's a super liquid that can change mass, volume. <laughs> yes. And every, or maybe not mass, maybe, but just volume. It can instantaneously just how, grow on command. How sick! What would be the name of it? How would you, how would you add mass to it without, or not mass? How would you add volume to it without I will, adding I, material I to it? To me, it seems pretty much nearly impossible, <laughs> but I think it would be a sick idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it just, I don't know. You know what would be would, dope? Yeah, it's like every <laughs> minimalist dream, dude. There's nothing there besides your wall, but then boom, tricked you, you know? 100%. Pulled a sneaky on you. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool to think about. You can change your room into an entire, like, rainforest. Yeah, you'd be like, hmm, I'm thinking of, oh my god, Zade's right. Think about that would it. be fucking Well, haven't sick. you seen those, um, haven't you seen those movie sets that <laughs> have... You just got a fucking boner, bro. You just got a boner. I got a boner? Half yeah, You got a mental boner. Yeah, straight up. No, yeah. Rainforest. Have you seen uh, how they're filming some? Uh, they're filming modern movies now that use like a bunch of CGI. Mm-hmm. They'll actually project like the environment that the character's supposed to be in on a giant wall. Yeah, and it, it's like 4K quality. It looks real. Mm. And I think that's where we're gonna go with like in terms of stuff with rooms and mm-hmm. whatnot. We'll just figure out how to make really good projectors really tiny and then probably just shoot it onto the walls. You could have your all the walls in your room be white. Yeah, they could just be whatever you want. And then I feel like the walls have, would have to ha- be a specific material for it to kind of like consume the colors within the walls so that it does not look like a projection. Of, mm-hmm. Right. So yes. if you've been to Universal Studios on the Simpsons ride, that whole thing's a projection. But the insane part is, is that it does not feel like a projection because it feels like you're staring at a screen. It's weird. Oh, I get motion sick as hell on that ride. Dude, I'm not about. I'm not about I love simulators. That. I like real Ooh. motion, or at least ride. like you know, yeah. moving on. A no, that thing like trips me out by how good it is, and it's just it makes you wonder what kind of technology that is. Mm-hmm. I will say though, some of the uh, you can get pretty locked into it though, mm-hmm. like the screen and stuff like that. Yeah, crazy That's stuff. Cool. Dude. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Indoor projection mm-hmm. rides instead of real roller coasters. I mean, you're saving a lot in material as it is. Right, you don't have to build all these tracks. Use it's all not as it. exciting. I know the the thrill's gone for me. I want a roller coaster of death. Okay. Yeah, because there's that slight chance. There's yes. That, like little itty bit of something where you're like, it could happen. I feel like it's necessary for amusement parks just because it's kind of like it's one of those break rides. You know, like just take a break. We'll have fun a little bit. You know. It's a family environment, so I get it. <clears throat> yeah. You're not I gonna mean, take a four year old yeah, exactly. onto. Always, 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 they're gonna be themed after something huge. 
like The Simpsons mm-hmm. or uh, what's that one at Disneyland? Star Wars. Um, yeah, Star Wars Land is nuts. Yeah, you know they're always going to be themed about things that have a huge audience. What's they're that one make it. roller coaster? Space Mountain. Space Mountain. In Disneyland. There's a, yeah. yeah, there's a bunch. That's but, yeah. that's one of my favorites. That one's odd. Where mm-hmm. you're in the dark, right? And yeah. there's all the planets yeah. and stuff around you. That one's beautiful. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's now um, a Star Wars thing. I think you're around. Mm. I think it's like uh, it's base. It's still the same ride. It hasn't really changed in terms of what it is to the core. But they just added floating words. That'd be so funny. If in the corner there's just like the entire text of all the openings and all of the. What do you even? What do you even call that? Of a series of? Do you just call it a series of nine movies at that point? Yeah, it's a series. All right. I don't know because there's the because there's like trilogies and sequels. I think it's a trilogy actually. Well, there's trilogies. There's three trilogies. So oh, there's the tr- shoot. So there's a trilogy. There's a trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. The meta trilogy. So the trilogy. F- the first squared. four. Or the first five. There's the first trilogy. Yes, four through six is the first one. Yeah. The um the second trilogy to come out was seven through nine, and then I think it was one, two, three. Mm. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I just call them trilogies. I'm calling it T T squared. T squared. <laughs> Make it easy. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm fucking tired. I don't know what the hell's going on. Drink <clears throat> more of your Red Bull. I've had enough. Or is it already gone? <laughs> yeah. Good ball. lord. Power through a Red Bull. Yeah, dude. Red, Red Bulls are bomb. How do you feel about like energy drinks, or better yet, pre-workouts and supplements of that nature that are intended to get you amped? Energy drinks largely useless. Useless? Yeah, I would kind of kind of disagree. Because I've Let, I've been I've been on. Hold up, ladies and gentlemen. We have a topic of debate. <gasps> we do have a topic. Well, I'm winning. And here, here in the red corner, we have Zade representing that pre-workouts and energy drinks. Well, not let's just say pre-workouts. Pre-workouts are bad for you. Saeed is in the blue corner mm-hmm. saying that pre-workouts have potential benefits. Yes, they do. Now, I'm allotting Zaid mm-hmm. a reasonable amount of time to speak. Zaid, you are going first. Very simple. I think a lot of people rely on energy, um, <clears throat> excuse me, energy drinks and pre-workouts um, for... Actually, let me backtrack. Now, now you've caught me. You've caught me in a tricky position. You got to be ready. It's time. It's topic of debate. I know. I'm getting used to this. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I think people rely on them too much as a crutch. Yeah. Um, So then they start using them to produce energy, um, and then that in turn affects affects their sleep. It affects uh, their food choices. All of that stuff with artificial sweeteners, but uh, largely useless because you can create energy just by living a healthy life, just by doing the fundamentals: sleep. Uh, sunlight, hydration, good nutrition, movement, training. There we go. See? And the opposing side? I mean, I was never fully opposed. Just, I'm just going to say that. No, but no, no. I, I understand that. But you you think that they have potential benefits. So in this instance, you are the um, opposing side. Yeah, they do. So I'm doing this based off experience, obviously. So I agree with Zaid on the sense that you should not never have to rely mm-hmm. on having a, you know, a secondary... Uh, party for fucking uh, energy, right? Mm-hmm. But not every day is the same. Now, mm-hmm. having pre-workout in the in your back pocket is pretty cool to have, just because if 
you were debating whether or not you're going to skip the gym because of how tired you were, mm-hmm. I feel like you can always just be like, ah, I'll just, it's a pre-workout day, you know, whatever, fuck it. Now, I did get used to the fact that I had to take pre-workout um, on usually bigger, larger uh, muscle groups throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So like back, legs, things like that. Not because I was tired, but because I wanted a longer workout out of it and just go harder than I maybe would have. Well, know? here's my logic. Why can't you just do that with your own mind? I don't know. That's what David, Gog- David Goggins does. Or better yet, why don't you just work out <laughs> to your fullest potential without it, and then you can try to get stronger so the workout is longer. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, you're kind of you're kind of using it as a crutch in order to increase endurance and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know, once the stimulus runs out, it, then you either need something stronger, or you're going to yeah. get off it, and then you're going to realize that you couldn't do those same workouts without it. An energy drink or pre-workout before the gym is hectic. I'm like all jittery. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Some, have, some are rough. Yeah. Some yeah. are very you have rough. To, well, first of all, you do have to experiment and try the right ones for you because they're not all the same. Um... Or just stay away from them. Why not just use coffee? It's the original pre-workout. Because essentially what people want from a pre-workout is energy. But then when they see all the other shit that, like, Bang has BCAs. Yeah, BCAs. Watermelon pre-workout in the shit. Or they have, like, the other shit, the other added stuff that they think is good for them. Like, whatever it's going to be in for every every fucking pre-workout's different. They think that that's going to benefit them into getting bigger when in actuality all these products have maybe in effect they're really not studied well enough to understand or like to be with scientific certainty that it's 100 percent guaranteed safe yeah Mm -hmm. none of them can prove that none of them are fda tested or barely any of them maybe like one or two out of all the pre-workouts are fda tested and fda approved Mm. you know so just be careful about what you're getting into make sure you're reading all the labels and shit um you don't need 600 milligrams of caffeine <laughs> to get amped to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one where it was called like, um, it was like Bucked Up. That was the name of it, was Bucked Up. And it was uh, 600 milligrams of caffeine and a whole bunch of other shit. That's and a I death asked, sentence. And I asked the guy working at uh, the local GNC, I'm like, hey, is this, I'm like, have you tried this shit before? I didn't want any, but I'm just curious. And he's like, dude feels like your heart's about to explode it's insane <laughs> yeah that's exactly what yeah. you want yeah that's what i mean all of these are all the people that enjoy pre-workouts for the most part are just people who enjoy a, mo- a much more mild amphetamine yeah <laughs> that's much more short term and listen listen like we're yeah. not we're not judging you or anything yeah no no, 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 no i, I, I personally don't care them. i'm still gonna take them yeah you know what take, i mean yeah exactly. yeah of course I'm but here's the thing you. just just like anything else you never want to make it a habit right? mm-hmm so, like, if I'm fucking hitting arms that day, I'm not going to take pre-workouts. Fucking so stupid. So, you're, like, no. cycling pre-workout, essentially. Yeah, and I'm not taking it every day. I'm not taking it every week, either. I'm just... Sometimes, I just feel so goddamn motivated that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this even a harder day. Mm. I, can, I can respect that approach. Right? Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not walking kidding. out of here until I'm sweating balls. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, that's the thing with pre-workout, is that if you use it right and you have a hard-ass workout, you will not be jittery. You will not be because you've used all that energy. Technically, mm. and after that, it makes you not really that slumped when you get home. So you can still cook a fucking steak, whatever mm. the hell you want. You still have that energy to kind of just like at least study or do something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, um, I like the more obviously a yeah. thing is not going to be completely useless, but I like more natural things such as caffeine, 
You have coffee or tea, yeah, but ashwagandha, maca root, all that that's stuff. That's the thing. If you're a coffee person, you've already had so much coffee to the point where it's just like caffeine. You need a higher so, dosage if you're going to go to the but gym. But that's the fuck. That's exactly yeah. the problem. Yeah. Stop drinking so much coffee. Why do you need to have seven fucking cups of coffee a day just to feel normal? I don't know. You're you're trying to convince a whole country, bro. Yeah, <laughs> multiple countries. Yeah, multiple. The whole world. world well, yeah, this country's fucking sick. Bro, when I was in Turkey, I drank coffee seven times a day. Every person, they're offering it like it's too, fucking it tea, bro. Is Turkey yeah. coffee strong? I've heard it's strong as hell. Really strong. It's very strong. It's the blackest coffee I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like, oh, <laughs> like Turkey is the exception because at least they have a healthier population than the U.S. Yeah, I mean they don't believe in sugar and salt and shit. So yeah, that's down as hell. I respect that they just take it black. Yeah, it's straight black, straight black, and it's just like either you want it creamy or not. That's it. That's how it is. Um, mm. but. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with pre-workouts. I feel like maybe there is something wrong with certain pre-workouts for sure, like C4, mm -hmm. stuff like Good that. Lord, like C4 like explosion. My go-to, for example, is bodybuilding.com's version. It has mm -hmm. nothing besides caffeine, mm -hmm. and then um, it doesn't make you crash. And when you take it in, it doesn't it doesn't form little crystals in your uh, stomach mm. because that that tends to happen. Little crystals in yeah. your stomach. Yeah. So oh yeah. So pre-workout basically, if it reaches any little piece of moisture it'll mm -hmm. start turning forming into little crystals inside the inside the box huh so it has to be pretty sealed interesting um, but there was one i tried like a couple years back yeah. that i really liked it was uh oh it was called bulk by op was that you yeah sorry. Oh, okay sorry <laughs> no it's called a uh, bulk by optimum uh -huh. nutrition i think or no was it optimum nutrition the o we'll just say it is for now. It's not Optimum Nutrition. It's okay, not. Some it's, other a, company. it's a different company. And I'm, okay. I'll, I'll Google them afterwards or in a minute. But when I was over in uh, Boston, that's mm. when I was trying it. And dude, the the milligram count on it was decent. You know, it was like 300 or 350 mm. per uh, thing. And I mean, I only did half doses of it. So I'm only getting like a buck 50 max. Right? Yeah. Average cup of coffee. Yeah. Which, by the way, 150 milligrams of caffeine <sighs> is less than yeah. the average size uh, can of Red Bull. Mm. Like there's less there's less caffeine in that normal size can of Red Bull, sugar free at least, than there is in like half of my tiny little scoop of yeah. <laughs> and dude, my arms, they would tingle to the point where it would like hurt. What but the hell? dude, the pump you would get off of it. Yeah, but do you drink coffee normally? Or no? no. Okay. Never. That, that could be why. And I had I had never drank I never drank coffee before that either. It was insane. Yeah. But I then I've tried so. other pre-workout shit. Like, yeah. And then... And there, the tingle wasn't as bad. Yeah. This one was just like super, super strong. And it was... The only reason I chose to try it, to buy it, is because online, like, they actually have done testing. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, not with the FDA, but like through personal doctors and shit like that. And you can go <laughs> check out the doctors and they're legit. Like, they work in real places and they're mm -hmm. not fake people. Like... So I was like, okay, this one seems like the most trustworthy mm -hmm. out of all of them. And it had high ratings like across the board. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's Got get it. this one. The pump you would get from it was insane. I bet. My legs felt like they were going to explode every leg day. Yeah. And I would still like want to do sprints afterwards. Yeah. It's that's what I'm saying is that there Dial. is a benefit to them. You just have to know what kind to get because there's a lot of I would say more than eighty five percent of them are trash. Yeah. yeah, they're trash for your body. And I would only use it on leg day. Yeah, that was the only. And time. even then, never take a full scoop, dude. You don't need it. I take Usually half no. scoops. I literally take half scoops in my mouth, and just gargle water, and just fucking. Bro, bro, 
I take four scoops. Four scoops. What you're talking about? I'm trying to fucking have a heart attack. Have you seen that though? I've seen a guy who brought his tub of pre-workout to the gym, mm-hmm. and then he had a um, like he had a scooper, right? And I I know which one it was. It was like uh, something gym, like pre-gym or JY mm-hmm. or JYM or whatever. Yeah. And this dude put in like five scoops of it, and it just looked thick. The drink at that. It was so gross, and he drank it throughout his entire workout. That's like, do you know how much mil- like how many milligrams of caffeine that would be in one like one standing? One caffeine standing. is a drug. Yeah, keep in mind like, that's got to be like eight hundred milligrams. Of that probably, caffeine. dude, that probably places an immense uh, amount of stress on his heart. Oh, dude, it's cardiovascular. It's cardiovascular disease in a tub. Like that's what it is. <laughs> I I'll tell you what. If you do want to. If you don't want a good pump, cholesterol, baby. Cholesterol? Yeah, Zade's a... F- yeah, not all uh, cholesterol is bad cholesterol, and Zade can enlighten you on that if you would yeah, like actually, to, Zade. Please do. I would say all all cholesterol is good for you. Oh. All right, let's hear it. Well, I mean, we'll start off with the fact that your body produces its own cholesterol. It produces yeah. about, like, yeah. four to six eggs worth daily. I believe your liver produces it. Damn. Um... Also, there was a there was a bunch of shitty quote unquote science back in the fifties and sixties that mm-hmm. um, was attempting to demonize cholesterol, but that's only because you know sugar companies and big food wanted to, they had their own interest. Mm-hmm. They wanted that gets into the whole Ansel Keys type of thing. You you guys can do your own research, but yeah, I think it's very important. It's uh, it's the building block of testosterone. Mm-hmm. So without cholesterol, without healthy fats, uh, your hormones are are going to go to shit. Um, I think that's something that you've recently realized. My hormones went to shit? No, no. The the fact that you need... I my hormones ever went to shit. I just, I just wanted to be more aware. Of no, I'm not I'm saying your hormones went to shit. I'm saying the fact oh. that you need more cholesterol in order to raise your testosterone. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. It's one of the main building blocks for it. And I mean, I've been like cutting st- fat off of my steaks for years. Like I hate... I used to just hate fat. Yeah. And now I realize it's actually like an essential part. Not not like gristle or any of that other gross shit. Like yeah. if, if you eat gristle, yeah. miss me with that shit. That shit's <laughs> disgusting. No, you talk about like the fat around the ribeye or like shit. Like that. Yeah, just some good, yeah. nicely charred or like some um or like some pork belly fat. Mm. Here's the easiest example, or the most common one. Eggs. We have these people taking egg whites, which is just asinine. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You're throwing out the most important part of the egg. The yolk. The yolk contains all of the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the, the white has some protein, but why would you throw away the yolk? Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. It's just based off of this, like, you know, fear that people have just swallowed up. Oh, I'm afraid of fat, cholesterol, but... Yeah, I was reading an article about eggs and, and the misconception of people thinking that it's really unhealthy to have that, like, large amounts, especially if you're eating eggs twice a day. Or something. It is the most nutrient dense food on yeah. the planet. But that doesn't make sense to me. I feel like dairy and um, everything related to it, kind of like eggs and stuff, is just there's always like this like misconception with uh, ideas. And I'm not like saying it's healthy info. for everybody because each of us we're individuals. Mm-hmm. Different. We re- react differently to different foods. So it depends on the person. Some per- someone might have an intolerance to eggs. Yeah. Uh, other people might do fantastic with them. Yeah. How do you feel about vegan bodybuilders? The fuck? They exist. <laughs> how yeah. how legit do you think they are, though? They're rare. They're the exception. Right. 
I feel like they it's are. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to call out vegan bodybuilders right now. It's just like it doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. No. Like just the protein intake alone, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Then there'll be vegans that hit me with the we take in enough protein, bro. What? We know what we're eating. We know we get it from beans. Oh. We get it from legumes. Too bad they haven't researched bioavailability. Zaid Zaid saying that f- coming fresh off of a uh, carnivore diet. Yes, sir, yeah. baby. Just dropped it how many days ago? Like two or three? Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, I don't. I'll, I'll still eat a lot of meat, but um, I'll throw in a lot of veggies, a lot I, of other stuff. I think the best diet that most people should adopt realistically is probably 80% plants, 20% meat. Really? I think for the average diet, I think that would be the best way to go. Probably. I, I can't I th- say that because... It, it, it's so it's individualistic i know it's it's all personal opinion and uh, it all depends on like you know where your ethnicity like where you grew up what your ancestors were eating and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i just watched this uh mini documentary about a dude who went to um he went to alaska to go hunt with like these uh ancient or not ancient people but like this indian tribe that lives that's been living there for thousands of years basically mm-hmm. forever and um, the mom of the guy that the interviewer was visiting was like, yeah, we just got fat because we adopted a Western diet and we've been eating only like whale blubber and frozen salmon. Oh, the Inuit. Yeah. So they got fat because of what? A Western diet. Oh, yeah. The introduction like, of like sugar and seed oils. And fucking just like starch. Yeah. Like just th- like normal things that, you know, we would, you and I would have been eating forever. It's just like fucked them up. And also they're... They claim they don't walk like the hundreds of miles that they did anymore. They have four four by four. So, mm. Weston A. Price is a good author to to read up on uh, if you want to learn more about that. But yeah. Anyways, my point, my point, why I think <clears throat> the eighty twenty, the twenty percent just for the meat industry alone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to we could I think we could have an easier time with more natural grazed cows or what is it uh, farm raised or whatever mm-hmm. in comparison to. Um, mass farming and stuff like that and then also with the plants the 80 percent, i just think that would be good for people's diets and it'd be less calorically dense than meat <laughs> certainly better than mm. processed shit exactly i don't know like i think i think it's possible right what like you could just have mostly plants and meat i don't think that's i don't think that's asking for much i think that's very reasonable no it's not i, I think <sighs> Variety in food choices is also important. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's why you had to start going back to eating lettuce. No. Some Asperg lettuce. Some nice cherry tomatoes. (laughs) I do love me some tomatoes. Okay. I used to hate tomatoes my entire life. Never understood them. I always thought they were gross. And then you know what finally got me into starting to like try to eat them? Hmm. Put them on my In-N-Out burger. This guy. I slipped this him in. This guy. Yeah, hell yeah. I slipped him in because as a kid, I would used to get lettuce, meat, cheese, grilled onion, sauce. That's it. That's it. Nothing yeah. else. If anything else is on that burger, I'm gonna be a little upset. I'm still gonna eat it because it's in and out and it's yeah. delicious. But whatever. The orders change quite a bit now. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I then I would just add one tomato in there, just sneak it in. Mm. And then you couldn't really taste it at all. But you could, like, there was something there, but you didn't really get a lot of it. Yeah. And then finally you get, like, more familiar of having that in there. And you're like, all right, this actually adds to the experience. 
Then I slipped in like two more. Ooh. And then, He's really then making... like then you're really getting the tomato flavor in there, right? Now, salads with the cherry tomatoes on it, fucking love them. They're the oh, best. Shit. Now like, he goes stuff. in and out, just gets yeah. fucking ten tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, can I get ten tomatoes with double cheese? Please? No, my point is, oh, my point fuck. is, it's like. If you want to ease yourself into trying vegetables, if you're somebody that's hated them your entire life, like for instance, there's a guy that's um, there's like a video on YouTube of a dude who'd only eaten mac and cheese. Yeah, his oh entire my God. life, like just Velveeta and Easy Mac and like shit like that, oh. his whole life. God, and uh, they tried to get him like, to eat a salad, like for the video. Like he took a bite of some some vegetable, I don't remember which one, and he just boked. His body rejected the vegetables because what the fuck did you expect him to do? Yeah. He's done nothing but eat slimy, wet mac and cheese for fucking, he was like in his mid-twenties. This motherfucker's on the processed noodle diet. Dude, like why don't, you have to ease it in there. It's got to be slick. Yeah. You can't force that shit. You know, if you want to, if you want to go with mac and cheese, try to find something that fits in the mac and cheese. Here's a test to see whether or not you're a real savage in life. Are you asking me? Can you eat... A tomato hole. Like just like bite it like an apple? I know people who just bite it like an apple. Damn. I think I could now. I've never tried. Yeah. Could you bite an onion hole and eat it? No. I would. I've seen people eat an onion raw. I would. Shumalkum. You'd no. eat an onion raw. Yes. Really? <laughs> You're not worried about the it's breath wrong, afterwards? It's not even that, dude. I'll probably eat it at like nine PM or something. Dude, if I'm if I'm going on a <laughs> if I, <laughs> Nine fucking people Pull up to Saeed at his house on his porch Eating a raw onion <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> With the skin still on <laughs> Literally in my robe It's a robe and a turtleneck And his Adidas slides <laughs> <laughs> What you know about this lifestyle, huh? No, you, you don't know shit You don't know shit about this lifestyle <laughs> But yeah, man uh, Talk about serial on. killers, tomatoes Yeah, fucking. tomatoes, raw onions it's cringe. Vegan bodybuilder. Pre-workout. If anything, I think this whole episode was cringe. So, <laughs> there you go, guys. Job. Once well you done. say something's cringe, then it's cringe. Wait, wait. The episode is now cringe. Yes. Can we get a? Wait. They don't know that. Golf clap on three. One, two. two, three. Good job, everybody. This episode is super cringe. And it's and been brought to you by Logan, Zane, and me, Saeed. I'm still clapping. Thanks for saying my name there. Part of me sees the wrong course, wrong side of that. Saved you some energy right there. We goofed that one up. Um, what is this, 23? <laughs> 24. So, so 23, dude. Is it 23? 23. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's 23? 23. Was, oh my gosh. I'm we're, not at, we're not yeah, at Kobe's bro, number yet. That's in your dream. embarrassing. Oh, dude, if we're doing 24, we got to do something special for Kobe. 24? Oh, hell yeah. We got it, right? I'm down, dude. Just out of respect. We'll show some examples of his, of his work ethic. Yes. Or something like that. I don't know. Talk about it. Yeah. How driven of a man he was. Exactly. Anyways, thank you for joining us on this episode of the 2AM yes, thank podcast, you, thank you, thank you. episode 23. Mm. Tuning in once again. You can find us on places such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, CastBox, and many more. Mm-hmm. This has been Logan. Said. Zaid. Thank you. Damn, that was a lag. I don't have to take my pre-workout! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Let's get jacked! Let's go. Ah, All right, bye. Y'all. All, All right. right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace.